Thank you for joining us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon. Every time I say Far East Broadcasting Company, I think of the fact that we're now heard in places like Africa yeah. and other places as well. So I don't know what that says about our name, Ed. Well, it's still Far East from here. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Uh, speaking of the East, we're going to focus on the country of Russia and associated territories here today. Uh, Victor Oktorov will be our guest. Now, Victor has been with us prior to this time on our our podcast, a couple of times, I believe. He has. But at a recent event, you had a chance to talk with Victor, and we're going to bring that conversation to our listeners now. But uh, let's remind everyone who Victor is and his background. Well, he's a wonderful young man. I say young. He's in his 50s. He's actually served with FEBC almost 30 years, which is striking to me because I still think of him as a young man. Yeah. But he started when he was very young with FEBC. Uh, he grew up in uh, what is currently war-torn eastern mm-hmm. Ukraine. Uh, I visited the house where he lived in when he was just a young boy. Uh, it's, you know, not much smaller than a large kitchen in America today. Mm-hmm. Wonderful uh, story of yeah. growing up. And his father was a pastor, right? His father was a pastor, preached the gospel, spent a good deal of time in prison because of that in, in Russia, prior to Victor starting off in, in, in FEBC. and. Yeah. If only his father were alive today, he would be very proud of what Victor has done. I know so. I can mention to our listeners, if you go back in the podcast episodes, Victor tells his testimony and his story on some of those early podcasts we did. And it would be well worth the time spent listening to those. But we did decide that the content that he spoke about on this recent interview is worth putting here in the podcast because it's different. It's uh, different material. And it's inspiring, I think, to hear some of these more in-depth stories about the impact that the radio ministry under his leadership has taken off in, in, in Russia and, and gone on. And yeah. uh, so we just think it's valuable to listen to this. And And I can tell you, Victor is an incredibly humble man. So there's so much of his story that he's not telling for fear that he would point to himself as opposed to Christ. Right. I hear our ministry in, in Russia and in Ukraine, now in Central Asia, these men and women of God are constantly pointing away from themselves, mm-hmm. away from their sacrifice, toward the permanent placement of Christ as the center figure in our ministry to the Russian-speaking people. Well, let's listen to this recorded conversation, your time with Victor. And by the way, I love this man's accent. I could listen to Victor all day long. So let's join him and Ed right now on Until All Have Heard. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what the ministry was like and how it's evolved to where you are today, reaching out to these countries. We received thousands of letters, and there's a story behind each one of those letters, and amazing stories, how people became Christians, uh, were sent to prisons, were sent to one, uh, one gentleman was sent to psychiatric hospital, and he said, I spent 10 years there. I never in my life felt sorry that I accepted Christ. And you read stories like that. And then, of course, when we had the opportunity, we opened the first Christian station in the far eastern Russia, a city of Khabarovsk. And, and I think you were the one primarily responsible for doing that. Uh, I'm not. Uh, Jesus is. Um, I was just participating uh, in, in that in that um, work. And it's amazing to see what God is doing and to be alone uh, for, for the right. And uh, so, and then we started opening stations throughout Russia. And then uh, Russia started to become a more closed country. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they closed down our stations and they pushed us into the internet, mm-hmm. thinking we will disappear there. Today, throughout Eurasia, we have 10 million listeners a week 
10 million listeners a week. We never had that 10 many. million. Yeah, yeah. And it is amazing to see uh, how they respond to us. We get about 1,000 responses a day at 1,000 responses a day. Uh, those letters that, that, that you see, it's just, just a month, 10,000 a month. Now we have uh, 30,000 a month. It is amazing how God is working throughout Eurasia. It's got to be a really challenge. What do you do with 1,000 responses a day? And how do we actually think about responding to those people or following up with those listeners? We have so, so many volunteers who, who are doing that. And as a matter of fact, one, one story that, that I remember, a volunteer, somebody gave uh, a lady a radio, uh, a physical radio to listen to. And they said, listen to FBC on that one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she started to listen and she became a Christian right away. Uh, her name is Natasha. You've been to her house. Oh, yes, I have. Uh, and, and of course, Dmitry, the husband, uh, he was not uh, not ready to accept Christ at all. I have a theory about that, that my wife agrees uh, why women become uh, Christians much faster. I think because they're just smarter. Okay, uh, okay, but, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was talking to, to, to her husband and said, you know what, you, you, need to, you need to come to church with me. The, Jesus is the greatest person in history. And, and at one point he said, you know what, Natasha, this is enough. This is too much. This is destroying our family. You're preaching about this Jesus. And she said, okay, okay, okay. How about we reach a compromise? You listen to FBC radio for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. If you don't think this is the right thing for you, uh, I'll just back off and, and we'll continue living. And he said, okay, good compromise. So he started to listen. He listens for a couple of weeks. The Holy Spirit is talking to him. He knows he needs to become a Christian. And he still says, real Ukrainian men do not go to church. So uh, he says, I'm standing at the bus stop. And this is in Eastern Ukraine. The war is still raging. And he says, the bomb goes off right next to me. I see three people falling down. I wake up in a pool of my own blood. And he says, the only thing I'm thinking is, God, if only you let me survive, I will become a Christian. I don't care what my parents, what my friends will think about me. He survives. He becomes one of the best Christians and best evangelists that I know. He talks about Jesus to everyone. And um, they're thinking, you know, now both of them are Christians. What do we do now? How do we serve the Lord? Eventually God leads them and they adopt five kids. Just the evidence of the Holy Spirit working in them. Sure. sure. Well, winding back just a little bit, you said there's a war in eastern Ukraine and this man was involved in some violence caused by the war. How do you deal with the ability to reach across two sides of the war at the same time? There's eastern Ukraine and, and there's western Ukraine and they might be uh, at odds with each other. So do you take sides in that circumstance? We don't. And it is very close to my heart. The war started in my hometown where I, I, I was raised. People that I went to school with uh, fight on both sides. Mm-hmm. Our director's neighbors, one of them fought for one side, one of them for, for, for the other. It is very tense situation. But we are... I'm broadcasting to everyone, of course. Uh, Jesus is for everyone. We are beyond politics. And uh, one of our uh, broadcasters who used to be a refugee, she was running from the war. And you know her, Olesia. And she was speaking and sharing about Christ and and just saying, as as you said before, we are their friends. We're their neighbors. Mm -hmm. So she was sharing that and, and she got a call. And it was from a doctor who is on the other side, on the rebel side. Mm. And he said, uh, you know what? I, I'm so glad I, I have this couple minutes to talk to you. 
So I'm operating people every day, maybe five, six, seven people. Half of them do not survive. People uh, are brought to me. I said, I'm so overwhelmed. I said, the only reason I'm alive today because I'm listening to you. I'm listening to this radio. I don't know much about God, but I just feel hope and love coming out of that little, little radio. And he said, thank you so much for bringing God into my life. Mm. And he said, don't have much time to talk. I'll have to go back and operate on, on somebody else. Mm. And this is uh, very representative of where we are as FEBC. We are broadcasting to everyone, mm. sharing the gospel with everyone. Gospel is universal. The human needs, deeper human needs are same for everyone. Mm. And Jesus is the only one who can answer those, those mm. needs. Well, so you say we're broadcasting to everyone. Our ministry primarily started in the Russian language into Russia, and now you've shared that it's migrated over into Ukraine. Where have you gone beyond that now in the ministry of FEBC, Russia or Eurasia, as you would say? Well, we have uh, two countries, uh, two stand countries, uh, Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan, where we are ministering right now. And Kazakhstan is an amazing country. It's a big country south of Russia, and we were trying and trying and trying to open a station there and did not work out. So we were kind of discouraged, and then we decided, why not uh, go into social media and try to do what Russians are doing? Mm. And um, they started to do that with new team. It is amazing. The response is amazing. This is a Muslim country. Mm. Um, they put out one video that got 220,000 views. Mm. People are hungry. People are hungry for truth, for love, for hope. When they listen to, um, to people uh, who are preaching to them Muslim faith, and every village in those countries has a little mosque now. And a lot of money coming from different countries to finance that. And uh, we have so many testimonies when people are saying, yeah, they're talking about God, but he's so distant from us. Mm. Uh, you are talking about Christ and he's so close to us. Mm. A loving God, this is something we never heard before. So we are working in Kazakhstan, um, amazing results. And, and we, we were just doing uh, a strategic kind of planning for Kyrgyzstan, looking what's what's going on there. Uh, we are uh, trying to make sure that we... Uh, pray a lot and we think a lot and, and we evaluate what, what's going on and we see what the results are. Mm -hmm. And we have six stations, mm -hmm. six FM stations in the Muslim uh, nation of Kyrgyzstan. This is amazing. This is a miracle to me. We, we are broadcasting on those stations, so we still don't believe that, that we are doing that. And we, of course, are using social media as well. One lady uh, who, uh, who responded to our broadcast said, I'm uh, living in a village in Kyrgyzstan. And she's well-to-do, a local kind of businesswoman. She said, I lost my son to suicide. And uh, my husband is drinking. Uh, life is not working for me. And I started to listen to your radio, and I'm receiving hope from that. I don't know, don't understand much about Christianity. So our people visited her. Uh, had tea with her, and they started to kind of try to help her psychologically, you know. She lost her son, and she's like, yeah, 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 I, I know all of that. I, I know all the um, all this stuff that you're going to say. And then they started to share the gospel with her, and you could see, you could see that light went on. Mm -hmm. And she said, this is what I need. This is what I need. Mm -hmm. This is life. This, this is what I will grab to. Uh, 
And uh, today she's a Christian. She's traveling every Sunday, like 20, uh, 25 miles to get uh, to, to church. And she's so excited about Jesus. And stories like that throughout Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan. Now we are going to Uzbekistan. And God is blessing the efforts of FBC, reaching the people who are unreached. Even in Russia, we are talking about one, one and a half percent of evangelical Christians. The rest of them know next to nothing about the Bible, next to nothing about the plan of salvation. So we are sharing the gospel with people throughout Eurasia. Now I know Victor is an extremely humble man, and he talks about like going into Kyrgyzstan and getting six FM stations and broadcasting in social media as it's an easy thing to do. I can tell you having been there, working with your staff, the difficulties are enormous. The culture is resistant. The government is not particularly happy about us getting licensed and broadcasting the gospel of Jesus Christ. The terrain, as you've seen in some of the videos we played today, is extremely challenging. The difficulty of getting towers up and this sort of thing. But yet, having been with those staff there in Kyrgyzstan and seeing firsthand the kind of stories that Victor's talking about is just eye-opening. The difference that the gospel can make in a primarily Muslim country through the efforts of a a small group of people who are local, who are indigenous, and speak the local language. Which is one last point I want to make with you. You know, we started the ministry in the Russian language. But one of the things you haven't mentioned is that our broadcasts in Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan and Ukraine have evolved from Russian-speaking programming to local language. People speaking in the Ukrainian language, in the Kyrgyz language, And I've heard from some of your listeners even that they say, I had no interest in listening to a Christian broadcast, but I was interested in hearing my native language Ukrainian on the radio. So I listened. And now I understand your message and I've become a Christian. We, we have so, so many responses like that. Yeah. It, it is amazing. We are reacting to uh, the realities on the ground. And uh, in Ukraine, it is Ukrainian. In Siberia, it is Russian. If I can take you back to Siberia, uh, I love Siberia. Uh, it is it is vast. You 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 fly over Siberia for seven hours. You see trees there, but there are so many people living there, and and people feel isolated. Uh, people are going through the same uh, things that that uh, everywhere, especially now uh, during the COVID season. Viktor Oktorov, a great example of the type of leader that God has brought to work at the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thanks for bringing that conversation to us, Ed. Mm. Yeah, Victor is such an encouragement. Now he's developed a number of staff, the leaders that we have in these Central Asian countries, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, even now in Moldova, the development of his staff in Ukraine and the continued development of staff in, in Moscow and in St. Petersburg speak to his leadership. But I think the reason we are successful there is because the focus on the mission of the organization. One of the verses that I just associate so closely with the staff in Russia and St. Petersburg comes from 2 Corinthians 5. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his special appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become righteousness of God. And that's what our staff preached to the people despite the language, starting in Russian, now in Ukrainian, Kyrgyz, Kazakh, um, and all through that region. 
literally millions of people are responding constantly to their work. So please pray for Victor. He has a lot of responsibility. He does. Yes, he does. He's a very hard worker, and so are the staff living in those countries. Continue to pray that they would have inspiration and wisdom on how to most effectively communicate the gospel to these vast regions of people who have really never had an opportunity to hear the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, again, thanks for bringing the interview to us today. And anytime you have a question about the ministry of the Far East Broadcasting Company, Ed, I know you're very open to answering those questions. So send them along. Let us know what what you need to know. I just read you a letter that I got from somebody who I dialogued with last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, thanks for doing that. No, I appreciate that very much. All right. You can reach us through our website, febc.org. This podcast, of course, is posted on that website, but it's also posted on several podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple and Google Play and all those. So it's a good place to leave a review of what you hear on this program so that others are introduced to it as well. So do us a favor. Thanks for leaving that review. Ed, I guess we'll talk again next week. It's always a pleasure, Wayne. Our thanks to our producer, Joe Carlson. Until All Have Heard, it's been a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company online, FEBC dot org.